Welcome to Spoilers Are Cool. Another Tea in the TARDIS episode. Welcome back, guys. This is another episode that's going to be talking about the new episodes of Doctor Who. And today we're going to talk about Smile. This is episode number two in series 10. So it just came out last weekend. Right. Yeah. And we are back at the university. And so what we're going to do, sorry, we're actually going to just (laughs) give you, it's going to be a little bit of a different setup than we normally do is we are very quickly going to run over, go over the episode itself. Uh, Imagine that you've probably seen it and then we'll kind of uh, talk about it amongst ourselves, rate it. And then maybe at the end we'll have a little bonus where we'll do, we'll quiz each other again on our Doctor Who knowledge. (laughs) Yes, we did that before in our Tea and the Tardis episode. I think when we just talked about new doctors we're speculating on what new doctor might come after um oh my gosh why am i blanking on his name uh chris peter capaldi because <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about the showrunner chris chibnall so i was like oh my gosh names are getting mixed up in my head anyway yeah we're gonna do that again have a little friendly competition see whose knowledge about the doctors is best <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this episode, Smile, uh, came out, and we are back again, like I said, at the university, and the doctor and Bill are going on an adventure. They're trying to. Yeah, so they're, I I forget how this episode started, even though I watched it so recently, but (laughs) basically, um, they're they're at the vault, right? This is when Nardole is, like, trying to babysit the doctor, being like, you can't go anywhere, we have to watch this vault and it's all very mysterious we don't know what's behind the vault or why he has to be there to guard it but it's been keeping him on earth the doctor on earth for a long time and nardole is like we you can't you promised you weren't going to go anywhere the doctor's like okay go go put on the kettle and he then actually he, calls him mom <laughs> oh yeah he's, that's what he's doing he is being his mom and then yeah, Bill and the Doctor sneak off and go on an adventure. Yep. So the Doctor promises they'll be back before the kettle's done. Yeah. Done. Oh, sorry. That was and my ankle. so <laughs> they decide to travel to the future. Yeah, he asks her forward or back, and she goes forward. Yes, I and, love that. Uh, every I, every new companion gets a gets that yes. option. Which one on your first adventure in into the TARDIS? Where do you want to go, forward or back? Instead of space, which is interesting. Yeah, instead of planets, but that's cool. Well, no, Amy Amy picked space. Oh, she did. Look at these guys. I love it. I love Amy. And so while we're uh, there traveling, I think we kind of get a flash to the future before they get there of what's happening in that's this human colony. That's how the colony. episode started. Yeah. Right. It oh, yeah. at the true. colony with um, the two people. One's out in the field and she's with these little bots that are flying around and someone's talking around a comms from inside this very futuristic looking building. It was really cool looking. And calling them back saying, you got to come in. Something's wrong. But keep smiling. Keep smiling. And then they get back. They talk. Something bad is happening. And she said, yep. The bots. Sorry. The bots eat them. <laughs> and... Yeah, the bots eat both of them, even though the one woman is trying to smile. Yeah. And they're, the bots actually come out into a cloud form yeah. from the ceiling. Like little 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 nanites that yes. are swarming. And the, yeah, that is how we open. So this is ends up being the future that the Doctor and Bill are traveling to. So once they get to this future colony, they realize that there's not really anybody there. So they're actually 
uh, welcomed by robots. Yeah, they're welcomed by robots. The doctor is assuming that this is the first colony that the humans go to in the future once they leave Earth. And um, need some more tea? Yeah. <laughs> and so he thinks that the actual ship is on its way and that it was set up by the robots that came before the colonists. I forget what he calls them. They're Vardis? Yes. Uh, that's what they're called, yes. apparently. And they basically built the whole building in preparation of the colonists coming. Is that That's what he's assuming. Yes. But then after walking through the place and kind of touring it with Bill and explaining this, that, and the other, he gets a more ominous prediction of what has happened. So the robots were introduced to, they um, have screens for faces, and Bill exclaims, they speak emoji. Yeah. Which at first I thought was kind of silly, but... I liked it. In the, in the grand scheme of things, if you are thinking about a colony that's built for lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds, one thing we all kind of share is emojis. Emotions. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. So that you can use those. Like, I could probably talk to someone from a different country in emoji, and they would get probably. it. Which is... It, it sounds ridiculous, silly, but, but it is. It's yeah, it's actually pretty universal. Yeah, I kind of like the idea. It makes emojis seem a little less childlike and or Stupid. adolescent. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you think about it in terms of a smile means the same thing in most countries. That's so like yeah, that. yeah. So I thought that that after a while, I actually I warmed up to those the doc the robots. Yeah, and then they also have these patches that they put. Oh yeah, on the doctor and Bill, but they put them on their backs. On the back. And it reads the emotions of Bill and the doctor so that the robots know if they can help more or if they can do something to assist them to make them feel better or uh, to please them in some way. And the doctor surmises that they put the uh, emotions on the back so that they're not affected by what they see. So yeah. it won't make them... Like if you... If you see your own emotion, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It could influence your emotions in a different way, and so it's not authentic. If it's on your back, you don't – yeah, you can't see your own emotion. Exactly. So that was just some little things that came up at the beginning there. Then the robots take them to eat, and they're both <laughs> – they're both served cubes of, like, blue jello. Blue jello, yeah. And Bill gets one, and the doctor gets two, and she complains about sexism. Yeah. And the doctor explains that it's probably because he has two hearts. Yeah. Just nonchalantly. And then she, yeah, she's like, what? Two? Two hearts? Really? I like that. Yeah. That's cute. Kind of blows her mind. Yeah. Uh, then they, the robot starts to uh, take them around, show them what's happening, and the just two be very, I was talking yeah. before. I always get yeah. ahead of myself. <laughs> Uh, I just get so excited. So they get to a garden and the doctor finds a locket on the ground mm -hmm. in the garden, which is kind of weird because no one, they can't find no humans around. right now. And then they realize that the fertilizer that they're using is the bones of people. Yeah. So instead of the Vardis coming before the other colonists and setting everything up, a ship of people came, set everything up, and the doctor is now thinking something happened to those people and they are being used as fertilizer. Mm -hmm. that, the, the robots turned on them. Yes. So then we see, oh, the, mm -hmm. the, the robots' faces. This, this episode wasn't as creepy as the first one, but those faces were a little creepy when they got like the death, oh, death yeah, emoji yeah. going. Mm -hmm. It was like <laughs> bones as teeth and like, yeah. Why would someone program that? Yeah, <laughs> come on. It's a little weird. Uh, yeah, so that's, so they're starting to get angry. 
they're chasing him around, but they keep smiling yep. and trying to, you know, pretend that everything's the okay. robots read the thing on their backs mm-hmm. to determine, yeah, if they need anything. And so if they keep smiling, they'll register as happy and they don't need anything. And that the doctor actually, I mean, there is science to prove to you that if you do smile, it will yeah. affect your mood. So that's something I think they played on a little bit in that, which I think was really cool. Uh, I Remind me if I'm wrong, this spot starts to get a little bit blurry for me. I don't know what I was doing at this point (laughs) during the show. But the doctor tells Bill to go back to the TARDIS or... Yeah, yeah, so they, they leave the city, go back to the TARDIS. He's like, you stay here, I'm going back in. And she's like, why would you go back in? We just escaped. And he's like, I have this really adolescent urge to blow it all up. So he goes back in because he wants to destroy the building and the Vardis and everything before the colonists come and get eaten themselves. Then, so she does stay for a little bit, but she watches him on the, like, screen go in and then basically follows him. He gets into trouble. She comes. And then they go looking for the original. They realize that the the building is made up of these Vardis, too. So, like, they can kind of detach from the building and come after them. So they go looking for the original, like, mothership that okay. came to the planet. Yeah. And they find it. And it was really cool. Yeah. I liked it. So around this time, is this when the doctor is also looking for a place to blow things up? Yeah. So that's the way they get to the mothership. They He wants to go down to, like, the core or whatever and blow up the, like, power source or whatever. So he's he's rigging it. He has her staying kind of on the peripheral of the mothership thing. And she's looking around. She finds this woman who's dead mm-hmm. but laying there, like, peacefully died, not not murdered died (laughs) and there's like this tablet and she's kind of like looking through images of earth and they're kind of scary and she's getting a little upset she started to realize i think that this is a connie because the earth is something bad has happened to the earth yeah so she is talking to the doctor at the same time and she's like is are we going to destroy like the the one colony that's left for humans. And he's like, no, no, of course not. He's like, I'm sure there's a ton of other, like, colonies and everything's going to be fine. They just, Mm. you know, you humans spread spread out all over the place. But they had, like, a bust of Nefertiti. They had a bunch of other artifacts from Earth that were really rare. So she's she's a little suspicious that maybe they're making a mistake. Yeah. And so this is kind of an action-packed time because he's trying to figure out how he's going to blow up the ship and get get himself out at the same time. And I believe this is when Bill stumbles upon a small child. Yeah, so them being in this mothership kind of triggered an energy source or whatever that woke up this little boy. And that's – he goes and finds Bill or stumbles across Bill. Bill brings him down to see the doctor, and the doctor realizes, oh – not only were the colonists on their way, they're already here. They're just in stasis. So can't blow it up because you would be blowing up everybody along with the building. And that's – I think this is showing the value of companions too for the doctor because he sometimes will act impulsively. Yeah. And that's when the companions tend to ease him back in. I think that actually starts a lot of the companion relationships with him. Yeah. I know Donna. Donna. Mm-hmm. I know um, Amy. Because with the, the oh, star yeah, whale, yeah. Mm-hmm. and now with this one, it was it's kind of you know bringing the doctor down, yeah, and making him kind of yeah. Without things. her, he would have mm-hmm. just gone ahead and blown up the thing without knowing. He wouldn't have run into the boy. He wouldn't right. have realized that 
all those humans were there and he killed a whole colony of yeah. people. And it could be like, you know, it wasn't the last one, but it still would have changed things a little bit. Yeah. And so obviously the doctor decides not to blow up mm-hmm. the colony and the rest of the people start to wake start up. Start waking up. The the robots are still kind of coming after them. They found a way into the mothership area there. So there's, I mean, this episode was a little action-y, but not really because the robots don't move very fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like an imminent danger. It's kind of more like an intellectual episode, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, the, so they explained to the colonists that are waking up that this is the situation. The Vardis are, their programming has gone, gone awry and they're after you and of course, in human nature, they arm up. They go to the armory, grab some guns. Yes. And at the same time, though, you see that the Vardy actually do want to help. The yeah. reason that they started killing people to begin with is because their the woman died. Yeah. So they kind of figured this all out at this point, the doctor and Bill together, that up until that woman peacefully dying, she she was among the first people there getting everything ready for the colonists and she died naturally and they're all kind of related so some people started grieving for her death and they couldn't make them happy again and if they couldn't do that then it was like not fitting with their programming so they thought that killing them would be the best way to eradicate the grief yes and their suffering yeah so like it basically they've already thought that Emotions only run on a continuum, like very happy or grief. And anything that's not happy needs to be eliminated. Yes. Right? Am I yes. right there? Yeah. Because they want to, they're trying to be helpful. Right. That's the sad part of it. They, they even show uh, the boy, I don't remember his name, hanging out with the robots and the Two robots being very protective over him. Yeah. And that's Until when the, he got scared and, mm-hmm. and then... Things got a little dicey. Because they found out she found out his mom died, I think. Yes. Um, and then yeah, and that's when the humans, of course, bring so out the locket weapons. it was. Yes. Yeah. So the locket they found that the doctor found was his mom's. It's his picture inside of it. And she was killed by the Vardy. But anyway, yeah, so that was the sad part. But basically, yeah, the humans are armed and trying to go after the Vardy. The Vardy don't know what's happening. They're just trying to do their job by way of their programming. And the doctor comes up with his plan, which was turn it on and off again. Yep, just to restart the system. Just a shout out to the IT crowd for yep. other British television shows that are yeah, yeah, awesome. Good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's restarted the system, and now he's like, just do a better job this time. Yeah, <laughs> basically, that's how it ends, <laughs> right? I think so. I'm trying to I mean, remember. Did they go back? Oh, they tried. Then, so, yeah. So, they restarted. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the doctor and Bill leave. And he's like, oh, I'm sure we get there right before before the the kettle. kettle, Yeah. Which, you know, after doing this for how many hundreds of years, he should know that that never works out. (laughs) Never. Maybe, like, once or twice it worked. But Well, well, with Clara, it worked all the time. He got her home whenever she needed to. That's true. For some reason, that works out. Yeah, just her. But most of the time, it doesn't work out. Yeah, because the I it makes me think of the episode where the TARDIS is a person. I love that episode. So I can't much. remember the fam. No, uh, it was with Amy and the Rory. House? The house was the bad guy when they were in that pocket okay. universe. I forget the. It was called the Doctor's Wife. Was it? The, yeah, because the TARDIS is like his wife. 
Okay. Well, that in that episode, uh, she says, I might not have gotten to you to where you thought you wanted to go, but I always got you to where we you needed need to, to go or whatever. I, yeah. yeah. I, I love that that line. Yeah. So that that just reminds me of that whenever he gets off track. Yeah. And so they open the door. Is it cold? It's oh, yeah. Because they're in like and Victorian she's like, It definitely England. wasn't winter when we left. Yes. Yeah. And that's where the next episode is going to take off. Awesome. Which aired last night, but we haven't gotten to watch. You didn't watch it yet, I didn't right? watch it yet. Okay, no. good. Neither have I. I'll do it tonight. I'm do it tonight. A, I got some uh, bath stuff from Lush. So after I'm what? done. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I bath stuff. bad stuff. No, like, bath yeah, stuff. <laughs> I got some bath bombs. And oh, that sounds so good. I got a puppy and a warm evening. And it's raining. This weekend oh, has rained like, every single day in Chicago. So it's. So it's a great day to just tuck in and watch Doctor Who and maybe Absolutely. eat pizza. Yeah. Well, we've been having a Harry Potter marathon over here. Is that why your wand is out? Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, like, why is your wand out? Because I'm a huge nerd and I like to watch Harry Potter while I'm holding my wand. And when they do spells, I pretend to do it with Harry, sometimes I think that you're not a big nerd. And then you just, like, you show me that that, that was wrong. <laughs> That's lovely, though. That sounds like a great uh, It's thing. really fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it so and much. And I totally put in my Amazon cart last night the um, remote control wand. Have you seen that for TVs? It controls your TV. It's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. It's only 50 bucks. You say that, that's a deal. <laughs> it is a deal. <laughs> to be able to pretend like I'm really a wizard and can market. control my TV. I don't really know the market for wand remotes, but I feel like that it's seems me. normal. It's yeah. me. Yes, that's I'm the market for that. But <laughs> I love that so much. That will be on its way soon. Oh anyway. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, after my Harry Potter marathon is Doctor so. Who. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> All right, so let's do our rating. And while yeah. we're doing that, you can bring up the quiz on your phone. Yeah, sometimes it takes yeah. a while. Yeah, I will. I, I think I got it this time. So for our rating system, it goes fantastic, which means that we loved it. It was a great episode of Doctor Who, and we can't wait to come back for more. Then the next rating is Fish Fingers and Custard, which means that it was okay. But maybe not everyone's cup of tea, and there might have been some weird parts, but it was kind of pleasurable in a way that you can't explain, like fish fingers and custard. And if we hate the episode, it's exterminate. Yes. How did you feel about this episode? Uh, not going to lie, I'm, I'm going uh, to have to go with fish fingers and custard. Really? Custard. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I loved the intellectual side of it. I thought it was very smartly written. But for the second episode in a new series, I would want a little more action. I felt like the the whole setup is something that's been done before. You know, the doctor needs to destroy something, and he then he then he tries to be make be peacemaker, and then humans get involved, and they just go for guns, and then the doctor works it all out. Yeah, it's that old chestnut. I can see that. Yeah, I, I it was a different reasons, and I, there was a lot of aspects of the episode that I liked I thought were unique but in general it felt like an episode of Doctor Who that's been done a lot I agree to a certain extent um I would I'm going to give it a reluctant fantastic okay I can see what how your opinion is was formed I did enjoy it though because like I said I think I think I liked it because of that because it did bring me back to the beginnings of the old companions of them bringing the doctor to um to reality and making him think things through before being impulsive 
I I really liked the idea of the robot speaking emoji. Yeah, I like that. Giving it a good way to uh, let Bill know that the doctor has two hearts in a yeah. way. Like yeah. transition that in somehow. Even though I don't understand how hearts affect what you eat. But <laughs> good point. They tr- they were trying something there, which is a lot of great. good cosplay is going to come out of this episode, though. Oh yeah, an easy one. Just mm-hmm. putting that thing on your back. I've already seen that yeah. in some Instagrams. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gonna. Be, and then I I just love all Bill's style. I just I love it. I do. I really like Bill. I think she. Someone was pointing out in an article. I think it was that Wired article by Charlie Jane Anders was talking about Bill's wit and her very british sarcasm that kind of falls falls short of the doctor sometimes that he doesn't get uh i enjoyed that part of the show and i also i mean it is old trope to go back to the humans like making bad choices yeah like why not bad choices but again impulsive it's an impulse to i get that that's like survival it's a stereotype put on humans that we always go for the guns and I get that but if we're gonna change anything by our own futures then TV needs to stop portraying us in that way Ooh, you know what I'm saying yeah. like how are we gonna expect anything different if it's always being fed right back to us that way like I like that it's like the feedback loop yeah. it's like kind of what he was saying about the emotions think like if we see exactly. our emotions then we're gonna try to create that as well yeah so if we see in TV that we're always going for guns then people are always going to go for guns. You're so wise. I know. God, I amaze <laughs> myself. Watching all that Harry Potter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one who carries around a wand while watching TV is a wise one, yes. <laughs> I love that so much. All right, so let's. Uh, so that's the end, I think, of our summary of Smile. Um, let us know what you think, please. Comment. Uh, let, uh, you know, email us. Put things on Instagram, Twitter. We love to hear from you guys. And I just also, before we start our quiz, want to let you guys know that I'm going to yeah. be with, uh, was it Who 37? That's the name I think of this right. podcast. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. 37, JB's podcast, another Doctor Who podcast here out of Chicago. I'm going to be guest guest hosting? hosting. Yeah, guest hosting with him later today. So look out for that. We'll put a link in our um, description of this podcast. Yeah, it's our first time collaborating with another uh, podcast. So please check it out and comment and let us know what you thought. And And you're also going to be talking about Smile for that one. We are going to be talking about Smile as well. So it's going to be interesting because I've never, I've only met this person once. Yeah, but he's really nice. He's very smart. We met at a a meetup Mm -hmm. for Doctor Who fans for the screening of one of the Power of the Daleks. Yeah, one of the uh, recreated old versions. It was lost to time, but now is restored. So it's going to be a very cool, interesting, new adventure. And I want you guys to join me on it. I'm looking forward to listening to it, too. (laughs) I can't make it, but you're going to rep us real good. I know it. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, so we should do a couple questions on our quiz because it's really fun. I think we liked Ihoovian better than the other Doctor Who one. Is that right? Where so. they look like Simpsons characters? <laughs> Possibly. Let's give it a go and see what we come up with. I don't want these perks, though. Can I just play? Oh, wait, it's accessing the Tardix Matrix. Tardix Matrix. All right. In which episode does the Doctor try to pass himself off as an undercover officer from Scotland Yard? So these are all questions about the 12th Doctor. Okay. So the four episodes... Um, which one is it? Either The Woman Who Lived, The Girl Who Died, Sleep No More, or Under the Lake? Ooh. I would say The Girl Who Died? 
correct. Yay. I wouldn't have known that one. I actually was the process of elimination because the other two were like on different planets and stuff. Yeah. So that wouldn't have worked. Good job. All right, in dark water, the Cyberman walking from St. Paul's Cathedral and through the London streets emulates a similar scene in the same place from which classic Doctor Who story. Mm. Oh, let's see if we've seen enough. Earthshock, Tomb of the Cybermen, Silver Nemesis, or The Invasion? That's I'm a hard one because I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with The Invasion just because I don't know. Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. That was just like another good guess because I feel like Invasion seemed like something yeah, that would show a scene like two. that. All right. In which episode does Danny step out into the road and killed by an oncoming car? Last Christmas, Death in Heaven, Dark Water, or In the Forest of the Night? For a minute, I last... forgot who Danny was. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not Last Christmas. Repeat them again. Last Please. Christmas, Death in Heaven, Dark Water, or in the forest of the night. I've narrowed it down to two in my head, but oh, that's hard. Because last Christmas, I know that's when she sees Danny for the last time. He's like living in her head. Yeah. Yep. And then Death in Heaven is when he is. Maybe Death in Heaven. You're gonna go with that? Yeah. Okay. The correct answer. Yes. Yeah. Oh no! no oh no! Whoops! Damn sorry. It. The correct answer was Dark Water. Damn. <laughs> I was like, they shouldn't put correct right before it. Yeah. Correct answer. Anyway, so you are two for. Three. Three. That's good. I can, you want to do yours okay. next if you I want. didn't actually even read this yet, so okay. you can give me that one. In which story does the 12th Doctor use his psychic paper for the first time? Deep breath, listen, into the Dalek, or Robert of Sherwood? Robot of Sherwood, sorry. Uh, I'm going to say into the Dalek. Correct answer was listen. Damn it. Damn. Okay, so I'm 0 for 1. All right. Uh-oh, I have an ad. Sorry. Ah. I'm not even going to tell you guys about it because I hate these things because they never make me want to play no. any of their games. No. I so just have to meantime, go through we'll it. Do, 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 Does it work for you guys? Let us know. Let us know if these ads work for you. Do you do you click on Candy Crush or whatever things these are and say, damn, I want to play that. into Candy Crush? It was huge for a while there. I, have no, I never was into any of those no. things. I'm not a game People would always ask me to play on Facebook because I know it gave them like more points that they invited people. But every time I was like, "Oh my God, stop, stop, stop! Don't, don't send this to me anymore." Pass. Accessing the TARDIS matrix again. I, I like that it says that. It makes me feel good. In which episode does Danny finally find out about the Doctor and Clara, the caretaker, <sighs> listen, robot of Sherwood, mm-hmm. or kill the moon? Ah, oh, oh my goodness. Say them again. Danny, you're getting hard ones. Uh, the caretaker, listen, robot caretaker. of Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I am right. one for two. Which episode was that? That was when um, he goes back to Cole Hill and oh, it was, it was a weird yeah. episode. Was he that does that one? weird backflip. Okay. Emory Danny does that backflip. Yeah. It was weird. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> In which episode is the dialect hybrid created? The Witch's Familiar, The Magician's Apprentice, Mm-mm. Hellbent, or Day of the Daleks? I'm going to say Day of the Daleks. The correct answer was The Witch's Familiar. What? But I thought it was later in his... That was like the first episode of season nine? No, second episode... But still, wait. Take what? it up with the game, woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I'm yeah. I'm one for three. One for three. Okay. Let's do one more round. Okay. And then we'll call it. Okay. Yes. Because those were those were kind of those specifically really hard. hard ones. Yeah. Okay. In the Zygon inversion, how many times is Osgood asked if she is human or Zygon? 
know. One, three, four, or two. Why can't I just go one, two, three, or four? Four. Wait. Two. I'm going to say two. Okay. Correct answer was three times. Dang it. That is a shot in the dark. Yeah. That was a good episode. It was a weirdly good episode. I loved those two. Yeah. People people didn't love them, but I was obsessed with them. I I thought they were... I think awesome. those aliens are really cheesy. Yeah, for sure. Looking, but I I like the idea of and I love what they're Osgood doing with that. Oh yeah, in them. you do love us. I love her. <laughs> uh, in which story does the doctor say she's my carer? She cares, so I don't have to. <laughs> oh, that is a good. Which episode? Yeah. So okay. the kill the moon, listen, the caretaker, or into the Dalek. I'm going to say the caretaker just because. The correct answer is into the dollar. Dang it. You are <laughs> over two. Yeah, this one's not so good. Oh, it's making me watch an ad. So we'll talk about how I really love Doctor Who. And I'm really <laughs> – actually, one of the things I'm excited about is uh, the new – credits which they always do those always get interesting at the beginning yeah. uh they also showed one thing in the last episode or the first episode of the tardis isn't they show the different rooms too of the different um did they uh control rooms i thought they did maybe not maybe i'm hallucinating that i'll look back later yeah i don't know okay we're back accessing <laughs> tardis matrix so you are over two right now this is your last one to Got get it. on the board in deep breath, which organ did the droid remove from the dinosaur? Heart, kidney, optic nerve, or liver? Oh, I know this one. Oh, this is like the first deep breath episode. Yeah, when that big dinosaur was walking around. I honestly, I was just thinking I need to rewatch that because I don't remember anything from that. So I'm going to go with optic nerve. You're right. You guessed it. Yay. Yeah. Okay. All so right. Three more for me. Let's see what I can In do. which episode does Clara admit that she loves Danny? What am I oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would just know. I would Carrie just know this. Oh, goodness. Uh, listen, dark water, the caretaker, or kill the moon. Ooh. Say them again. Listen, dark water, the caretaker, or kill the moon. I'm going to say dark water. The correct answer was the caretaker. Man. Sorry. <laughs> that would make sense, though, because that's when he, like, starts traveling. Not traveling with them, but mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Next one. In which episode does the actor Dan Starkly appear, but not as the alien Strax? Time Heist, Listen, Last Christmas, or Death in Heaven? I don't know who that is. I'm going to say Last Christmas. Who is Dan Dan Starkey? I don't know. His last name is Starkey. That's kind of cool. Starkey? Yeah. Ooh. Last Christmas, Geronimo. Oh, nice. I don't know how you Shot did it. Dark. You did it. So that's one, one I'm for two. One for two. All right. And Robot of Sherwood, when the sheriff expresses his wish to again control, to gain control over Derby and Lincoln, Clara also suggests which town? Nottingham, Alton, Cheltenham, or Worksop? What? Who? What? In the robot of Sherwood, <laughs> when the sheriff expresses his wish to gain control over Derby and Lincoln. Are those towns? Apparently. Uh, Le- Clara also suggests which town? Nottingham, Alton, Cheltenham, or Workshop? I'm going to go with Nottingham. That would make sense, right? The correct answer was Workshop. 
What's that? Oh, it's oh, gone. It went away. So, anyways, right, so we'll <laughs> tie on that one in. Those are hard because I feel like I've but watched are, the other ones good. over and over again. Like, yeah. I've seen, like, the Tenth Doctor a million times. The Eleventh, not so many. The Ninth, obviously. Uh, so, I really need to rewatch yeah. the Twelfth Doctor's episodes yeah. again. Some of them are hokey, yeah. but... Some of them are really good. Yeah. Time Heist was one of my favorites of all time, even right now. I don't know why. I just loved it so much. Which one was that? That was one where they robbed the bank and the teller. Um, and then uh, – See, I the vaguely guy remember with the chip these. in his head. Yeah. I like the side characters in mm-hmm. that one best. I forget their names Because there was like right a female – Yeah, who – Professional robber chick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, it was just great. All right. Well, I think that's good for this episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could always play more, but we won't subject you guys to that. We can do we'll that do it on another our own time. time. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us. Uh, again, this is me, Nicole Mayer. And Carrie Peterson. And thank you for joining us on a journey through time and space. <laughs>